everyone. I'm Abby Feeder, Certified Life and Fertility Coach, and you're listening to The Fertility Chick. This show is all about the road to parenthood, which is never the same for everyone, and our guest professional success along the way. I love today's guests because I love when we get founders of a company who really said after their own pain and fear and wanting to do better, enough, enough of what we've been through, let's find a better way. And that's exactly what Ronit Manasha and Vida Del Rahim did when they created We Natal. Their product is a prenatal vitamin for her and for him, which I love. Let's get everybody involved. It is thoughtful, it is detail-oriented, and I love hearing when best friends can support each other in work and in life. These two share a beautiful story about how they came to their product, and not only can I wait for you to hear their episode, but I cannot recommend their product, We Natal, more highly. Enjoy, Vida and Ronit. Thank you so much, Ronit and Vida, amazing business partners and beautiful women for being here today. And I'd love to start by just telling us your origin story. Tell us about your company and how it came to be, and then we can work backwards and then we can work forwards. I love it. And thanks for having us. We're super excited to share our story with you today. Ronit and I were best friends in our corporate world, which we had so much fun. We met at Nike where we literally share the the joys of dating and being single at the same time and literally just having fun throughout our 20s and 30s. We grew our careers, we grew our friendship and always kind of knew we wanted to do business together, but we always just assumed it would be in branding or marketing, one of our expertise. And so fast forward to like getting married around the same time, having kids around the same time. When Ronit had her first child, I was so excited to get pregnant around the same time and like live the dream, right? Best friends having kids around the same time. And unfortunately, I experienced a devastating miscarriage that was actually after my first trimester, after I had told everyone and went through a six month, pretty dramatic uh, postpartum of like self-blame, guilt. Was it my stress? Was it something I ate? Was it the workout I did? And kind of never really released a lot of that guilt that I put upon myself and Ronit, being my best friend, picked me up. She helped get me, you know, she had been really growing in the functional medicine space and she'll speak to that, but she told me to check my thyroid and do X, Y, and Z. And I started to really look after my own health in a little better way. And so I went on to having a healthy baby girl about a year and a half after she did. And our girls quickly became friends. And in 2020, we didn't even know it, but we, we became pregnant around the same time and I went to another appointment where I got another devastating, we have no heartbeat Mm. and couldn't even believe it could happen a second time. And literally just same excuses. It just happens. Keep trying. There's no real reasons. And shockingly, about a week later, Ronit called me and said the same thing just happened to me. Mm. Yeah. And in my case, it was my first time having a miscarriage. I was shocked. I think even though I was 41 at the time, I actually never thought that it could happen to me. I think when you don't experience it, you don't realize actually how common it is and you don't realize that it can happen to you. And so when it did happen to me, I, and, and it happened to Vita a week before it kind of highlighted the fact that it is so common. And so I asked my doctor, what can I do to improve my chances of a healthy pregnancy? And she said, nothing, just keep trying. It's common. 
So of course, being in the functional medicine space, we're in functional medicine, you're always looking at the root cause, you're looking at optimization. I decided to dive into the research and I learned that there's actually a lot that we could do to improve our chances of a healthy pregnancy. But really our biggest aha was when we learned that 50% of miscarriages happen because of sperm quality. And I remember the moment of learning that piece of information. Um, I actually learned it from the book. It starts with the egg by Rebecca Fett. Great book. Um, there was a chapter there. Of course, I was reading the book to learn about improving my egg quality because in my mind, I was old. My eggs were old. Um, it was me, me, me. Um, and when I got to that chapter, I, I, I was in shock. And I called Vita and I said, we have to do something about this. And really like our bigger aha was when we learned that it's actually very easy to improve sperm quality. Sperm regenerates every 70 plus days and men have this amazing opportunity to create a new batch of sperm every few months. And all it takes is antioxidants and diet and lifestyle and, you know, um, avoiding a few behaviors that, you know, we can go into in the, um, in the rest of this talk. But um, we were like, why isn't anybody talking about prenatals for men? This is such a no brainer. It's so easy. It's such an easy way for men to be part, feel like they're part of the equation from day, day zero and be part of trimester zero. And we ended up going down the route of the men's prenatal initially, because we just thought like, wow, this is, this is going to be a game changer for women. We wanted to move kind of this paradigm of me to we and bring men into the equation because they're 50% of it. So is that part of how the name was inspired? We Natal? Exactly. Well, huh. initially it was he natal mm. and she natal, but we ended up going down the route of we natal because ultimately we also decided to get into women's prenatal, um, supplements. Um, and I'll, I'll go into that, uh, in a minute. Um, and so the, his and hers is we natal. I think like historically, right. The burden of fertility is on women. And a lot of times we use this vernacular, like we're trying, we're in this together. And when Roni, I remember the day vividly that she called me with this fact and like mind blowing knowledge after I went through two miscarriages, literally postpartum depression, literally, I tried to leave the healthiest lifestyle. It didn't even dawn on me that my husband w could even be a possibility because everything I was told by doctors was really just dismissive, really just it happens and keep moving on. And the fact mm. that we place so much of the burden, we are like, this company needs to shift the narrative. It's time. It takes two to make a baby, which is the biggest duh, duh. but we want to put like the we back into this process from pre-pregnancy, post-pregnancy and beyond. It's it's important. And so we're really yeah. excited that the name brings people closer together and puts both both partners in uh, the responsibility game. I love that. I'd love to talk about what it felt like, because I, I know, I think once we emerge on the other side of our losses, I had two as well, kind of three, we gloss past them in some ways. Because we say, oh, when I was going through it, it felt so isolating and mm -hmm. now I'm talking about it. But like we don't really get into it because we're like I'm kind of past it. So I, you guys don't have to go through like the deep trenches of what you were feeling and going through. But I know that 
one of the ways that I see clients feel guilt or almost like survival survivor's guilt is if they and a best friend get pregnant at the same time, one has the loss and the other doesn't. And what that feels like. And, you know, for me, when I had my first loss, I remember one of my good friends had given birth about a week after my first child would have been due. And so I still, to this day, which was like seven years ago, look at that child and be like, I would have had a mm-hmm. child that looked like that physically, right? Age or whatever. Um, so I'm just curious how you guys dealt as best friends in that time of one of you sort of moving on and one of you moving backwards in some way. I would say when I came home from the hospital with Ed and my first, I I felt that something was up with Vita because I was texting her. I didn't and like I I didn't hear back, and I was like, what's and then. Um, I think maybe a week postpartum, I called her and I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? And she explained that she had lost um, that pregnancy. And I was just so, so devastated for her. And I think it was also even sadder because it was the first pregnancy. Like, So we didn't know when is she, when is she going to have her baby next? When is it, is it going to happen for her? Mm-hmm. How long, how, what's the road going to look like for her? And on the flip side, Vida is such an amazing person that honestly, I feel like she only felt joy for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm tearing up because I, I can't even imagine what it's like to be in her shoes where here I'm coming home with a new baby. She just experienced a loss. And honestly, I look back at pictures from that time. She's holding Emma. She's there like her, you know, she's there as if she's still pregnant. And I just really, I think Vida's an amazing person and not many people would would feel that way mm-hmm. or be that way. Well, she, she got the tears out of me too because... Um... I remember coming to your house when the baby was born. I remember having such shame and guilt and vivid. Like I didn't want to tell her because I didn't want to like rain on her parade. She's coming home with a newborn. But how I felt at the time, the rug got pulled out from under me. Like I didn't know anyone who had a miscarriage. I didn't even know my own mother had a miscarriage until this happened to me, multiple. I just felt like I saw the dream of our best friends having babies at the same time and being on maternity leave it together And then it literally just like knocked the wind out of me. And I put on a maybe good face and I was so happy for her. Nothing would take away my, the joy I had for my best friend's beautiful new baby girl. But inside, I think, like you said, Abby, I was so, I felt so isolated. I went into deep, you know, looking back, I don't think I knew that I was in a deep, dark depression, but I was. The self blame, the self guilt, it's a very dark place. I remember actually sending an email I took a week off and then really rushed back to my corporate career because I was so scared I would get judged or my career would suffer. And I'm here to like tell people it won't and you should take the time. I I really, that's one of my biggest regrets, but I rushed back and I remember having to send the entire office an email like, please don't come up. Please don't hug me. Please don't address it because I knew I didn't really process. and I knew if they even tried to console me, I would be a mess at work every single day. And looking back, like it was, I think, not the best way to deal with it. Like, I wish I had let people comfort me because I think it took me way longer to grieve because I I quickly tried to jump back like we all do and we're all type A and we want to do good work. But 
in hindsight, I think I've grieved over years because I never grieved properly, if that makes sense. It totally does. Sometimes we don't sort of give ourselves the, like I always say, you need to feel it to heal it. Yeah. And I think especially with miscarriage, people are often like, when are you going to try again? Don't worry, it'll happen again. And so we feel like we have to shift into the next as well. And we don't. And I think that's what you're articulating very clearly. And one other thing that I think Roni mentioned, but it was going to be my first child. And I think not that any loss is easy, but I will say when it's before you have kids, the question of like, will I ever have kids? Is this my story? And it's a really dark place. If you go down it, which I did, and I'm here to like remind everyone that our thoughts are so powerful and to your point, let yourself feel it, let yourself go through it, but just believe, you know, and your mind is so powerful. Believe that yours is coming and that you will have a healthy child and I just know the mind is powerful and I wish I had tools like our journal, which is why we created it because it's more than just the best for your body and supplement. The mind pays a huge part. And so we created that holistic approach to our supplements to give you guys tools and education on the things we wish we had. And we'll get to the journal for sure because I love it so much. Thank you both for opening up about that piece of it. I think every woman who's gone through it is finally starting to say, comfortably. I had a miscarriage. I suffered a loss, but we still don't go super deeply into it because we feel like, well, someone else might've been able to move on quickly. So I should too. So just thank you for opening up about that. Okay. So you come from marketing, you're working at Nike, you're going through these personal trials and tribulations. How does the light switch go on to start this male prenatal like full force? Were you still working? Were you on maternity leave? How did it like actually happen? So I was working with Dr. Mark Hyman at the time. He's a functional medicine doctor and um, Vita was still at Nike and actually it was the perfect storm of COVID happened and Vita was working from home. I had always worked from home. And so we actually had the the time to work on this as a side project and when we realized what a huge opportunity this is and what a huge need this is i actually left my job at dr hyman became full time focused on we natal um, and vita was still able to do both of them and she's actually still there doing both and i'm still full time on we natal but i think one of the 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 things that drove us and made it more than just an idea is when i shared when i shared the concept with my brother um, my brother has three really successful restaurants here in los angeles wait you're in los angeles I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. Stop right now. We're all in Los Angeles. What? Yeah. What? Why did I think you were both in New York? No, no. I'm in Pacific Palisades. Vita's in Beverly Hills. Oh, you guys, we'll do this all when we stop recording, but you have to come. We have to see each other and you have to come to my, I founded this company called Making Mothers Collective, where it's all practitioners working in the space of getting each other, getting pregnant, staying pregnant, staying, like you have to come to one of our meetings. Oh, I love love that. I did not realize you were local. Okay. Sorry. So back to you. My brother, who is um, somebody that I really respect in terms of business, he has three really successful restaurants in Los Angeles, Bestia, Bavel, and Safi's. Stop Um, right now. That's your brother? Okay. (laughs) When we meet, we're going to Bestia. Okay. Go ahead. Amazing. That's where (laughs) we meet up. Never have to close your arm. (laughs) I told him about the concept and um, I was at his house all day and 
I got home and he's like, my phone is ringing off the hook. And I'm like, Hey, is everything okay? Like I just spent the whole day with him. And he's like, I called you to tell you that you have to start this company. Like this is genius. Like it's, it's going to change and impact so many people. You have to do this. And so I called Vida and I was like, let's do this. And, um, you know, we had our first meeting, Vida, remember our yes, first meeting? In a Whole Foods in Tarzana. <laughs> in a Whole Foods, you know, <laughs> both of us were juggling our, 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 our kids and, you know, life. And so we had our first meeting, we started uh, in a Google doc and really honestly uh, to put together a business plan in the sense of like, really just looked at the industry. We realized that this was bigger than just us. Yeah. We realized that infertility is is growing and it's impacting so many people. And um, as you know, the who just came out with one in six back when we started this, I believe it was one in eight. So the stats are growing. We learned that miscarriage impacts one in four. I know that that number is probably higher as women um, get older. We learned about sperm and this decline in sperm health and sperm counts and quality and the decline in testosterone. And we were like, we have to do something yeah. about this. This is just be, be besides like our personal story. And honestly, it became our life's mission and there was no turning back from there. There was just a huge mm -hmm. gap. We wanted to change kind of every, the trajectory of everything we learned and also educate couples and individuals, anyone trying to start a family, there was such an opportunity to reinvent the game. And that includes including both partners, adding the mind aspect, a clean, pure supplement without, you know, that paragraph of other stuff that shouldn't be in there to begin with. Yes. And oh, by the way, there's so much new clinical research about dosages and ingredients. And we literally took what we thought would be a couple months, went into years of formulating with some of the top doctors, nutritionists, experts, because we want it to be something that we take and give to our family and friends. And we weren't going to settle for cost prohibitive or anything that was just a big, you know, issue in, in the marketplace. And at first, like right. when we mentioned, we're like, okay, no one's talking about men. Let's start with the men's prenatal. But obviously when we were taking our own prenatals, there was a ton but that marketplace was really over-promising and under-delivering in our opinion. And so we, we re-looked at both. Yeah. When I look at uh, ingredient or, or anything we're going to take in my family or with my clients, there's three things I look at. Number one, ing ingredients, of course. How are they sourced? Are they clean? Are they up on the biggest data? Number two is third-party testing, which like mm -hmm. I think is crucial. And I want to talk about crucial. that. And then the third... I mean, within the fertility and reproductive space, especially not that it's exclusively for women, but if women have been through it, I would really like to support those companies. So seeing as you check all those boxes, let's talk a little bit about, why don't we talk about third-party testing? Because I know you do third-party tests. And I also want to talk about the physical beauty of your product because you sent me an absolutely gorgeous sample of the entire box and it felt like my heart felt like it was being cradled a little bit when I opened it and we can go more into it. It just, I could feel the care and detail you put. And now that I know you came from marketing, that makes total mm -hmm. sense. So how did you come up with like, how did you figure out what is the formulation going to be? How do we do third-party testing and what do we want it to look like? 
Yeah. So as Vita mentioned, the formulation process took us a really long time because um, there's just so much data out there. And we actually reformulated Weenadal six months after launching because um, a new meta meta analysis came out that looked at 200 um, studies looking at optimal nutrients and dosages for pregnant women. And when that research came out, we couldn't not formulate as painful as it was to redo our packaging, our labels, our website, um, the supplement itself, all of the things we, um, you know, stand by our mission to always um, evolve with the latest research. And this will probably not be our last formulation because new research is coming out every day. And so for us, it was important to just kind of from a high level and some things that are missing in a lot of prenatals. Um, so nutrient forms, a lot of prenatals on the market include folic acid, which is um, many people are unable to utilize the synthetic form of folate, which is folic acid. So Weenadal has methylfolate, which is bioavailable, meaning no, no matter what your genetics look like, you can metabolize and um, absorb this and can nutrient. we just talk about for one second that the standard of protocol for OBGYNs is like, I want to get pregnant. What do I do? We'll start taking folic acid. As long as you're on X amount of folic acid, you're fine. And people don't know this detail. And it's it's finally being talked about and companies are finally starting to use the right formulation, but not everyone knows this. It's insane. And even like younger doctors will use folic acid you know, interchangeably, maybe they mean folate, but they're right. so used to saying folic acid and it's just confusing to the consumer right? because then they're looking at the back and they're looking for folic acid. And for many people, it can be harmful. Right. Not only does it not help them, but it can harm them. So folic acid, methylfolate being our number one priority. The other one that we noticed was choline Yes, is a nutrient that is completely missing from so many prenatals on the market, or even some of the top prenatals on the market have such low dosages that it's shocking because it is recommended for women that are pregnant to get 450 milligrams of choline and for women that are lactating 550 milligrams of choline. However, I think Weenadal is the only prenatal on the market that has 400 milligrams of choline because you're still getting some from your diet. The average is about 280 for an American woman, but some prenatals, very, very popular prenatals contain 50 milligrams of choline. And so choline has to be there and in the right dosage. What is choline? I, f I feel like people are, it's a buzz item now, like does yours have enough, does yours have enough? What is it and what? why do we need it? It supports baby brain development. It's what is in egg yolks um, and it is crucial for the brain development. Um, and it's just a must, like when, and especially if somebody is vegan, is not consuming eggs, must, must, must make sure that you're getting enough choline. And then iron is another one. We know that iron needs double during pregnancy in order to create more blood supply for baby. And both Vita and I had low iron when we were pregnant and we had to get an extra iron supplement. We didn't want women to have to like add 
so much. When you're pregnant, it's so overwhelming anyways to take prenatals. So then if you have to take your prenatals plus iron, plus this, plus that, it's so much. So we wanted to create a formula that has as much nutrients as possible in them. Um, So we have 18 milligrams of iron, which isn't like super high, but hopefully if someone is taking this from the preconception timeframe throughout their pregnancy, they don't get to their third trimester depleted from it. Mm. Um, And then vitamin D is another one. Vitamin D as we know for overall health supports immunities literally supports everything um and and, um we know from the latest research that 4,000 ius of vitamin d is recommended for pregnancy and that pregnancy low low vitamin d um, is associated with gestational diabetes preeclampsia low birth rate various health outcomes um, that are not optimal. So we have 4,000 IUs of vitamin D in our in our women's. Um, and then everything else that's there is really needs to be there. We have about 24 nutrients. I will say some prenatals on the market only have 12 nutrients. And it's like, I don't even understand how that's possible because when we were putting these 24 nutrients in there, we were like jamming it in and playing Tetris in order to figure out a way to make it work because every single one of these nutrients are essential. And on wenatal.com, if you go to ingredients, we actually explain what each nutrient is there for and we provide research articles for each. Um, So we always tell people, look at your label, make sure it has methyl, methylated B vitamins. So methylated folate, make sure it has enough choline, iron, vitamin D, and then the additional ingredients, which we talked about. A lot of brands will manufacture in mass. So they have to add a bunch of like fillers and binders and um, colors, which I don't know why anybody would add. Um, but Weenadal has zero fillers. It's completely pure and clean, which is why we're able to get such high dosages in such a small amount of pills, because a comparable um, prenatal on the market has about eight capsules per serving. And then third party testing, which we talked about is crucial because what they do is they look at your label and make sure to verify that the dosages that you claim that are in there are in there, that there is no um, mold, bacteria, um, heavy metals. Um, So they look at all of those things. And anybody who reaches out to us, we always send them our third party testing documents. um, And it's the only way we we would do things for ourselves too. Like we wanted to make sure that what we're telling people is actually um, what's in it. And that's why I would, and, I would just add to, to all your listeners, all prenatals are not the same because a lot of doctors told us, just take one. They're all the same. Or and let me prescribe one for you. Yeah. And for all the reasons Ronit just mentioned, please be educated. Please read your labels. Please research on the science because like this is the best gift you can give your future children, that that gift of like lifelong health. And so, you know, nothing's guaranteed. We can't say, you know, do this and the outcome will be this, but we just want to educate people and give them the best resources that we wish we had. Yeah. I mean, I, my babies are babies. They're four and a half, almost five, but I still call, I will forever call them my babies. I knew none of this. And that was only not even five years ago. Yeah. I didn't. And I, I think like 
I'm thinking of you saying, Ronit, oh, you know, this company has this ingredient, but it's one eighth, you know, theoretically of what you need, which actually, if you reframe, that means you'd need to take eight of them to get yes. the amount that you need. Mm -hmm. And I think people are like, I don't understand why you take so many pills. I just take my one prenatal. I'm like, mm -hmm. but you're not getting what you need to be getting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just a crazy math equation to think about, you know, it's and especially crazy. financially too, because people are like, you know, you look at your, this will give you a month's worth and what that cost is, but you're taking one a day and you should really be taking, let's say five a day of whatever this generic prenatal might be. And so it's actually not that cost effective and you're not getting what you should be getting. It's crazy. Yeah. The cost thing was very important to us too, because we were taking a prenatal at the time um, before we natal, that was about 80, $85 a month that you can only get on specialty stores like Dr. Hyman's um, website, for instance. And we just felt like everybody needs access to a good quality prenatal. It's, it's, it's unfair that we can afford $80 a month. And so um, we really tried to, um, we have very, very small margins with we natal because um, we want everybody to be able to afford it. Now we, if honestly, if I could give these out for free, I would, Vita knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the cost was also something that we considered. Um, and then Vita can probably speak to the packaging and why we went down that route. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you said it, Abby, we came from the branding and marketing world, just creating a beautiful product. Definitely. Like we were passionate about, but there was a lot of functionality on the why. So when Ronit had me on the protocol, and by the way, uh, making all the nutrient density into three capsules would have been a game changer for me with my pregnancies. She had me on a, a supplement routine that was like eight to 10 capsules with all the extra things I had to take. I barely could stomach like three or four a day. Yeah. And that was like pushing myself. And meanwhile, Roni can pop 10 and it's like no problem. And so again, like, on accessibility, <laughs> we're really trying least number of capsules, try to get yeah. as financially low as we could. Um, we literally thought through all the things because we wanted to have a better solution for everyone possible. And so on the packaging came about, we were throwing away plastic pouches every day or plastic little things that felt very wasteful to us. And so outside of sustainability being a big pillar of our company, we thought, I know for me specifically, I had so many ugly medical looking supplements. I would hide them in cabinets and therefore I'd forget on most days to take it or I'd run to work and wouldn't take it with me. And therefore by nighttime, it was like impossible. And some days I'm embarrassed to say like now, like I didn't know what I didn't know and I couldn't take my supplements every day. I didn't take the right dosages. And so it was intentional to say, we're going to make it beautiful. Hopefully you'll leave it out on your counter. It's not an eyesore and you'll create a better habit and do it every day because it's in front of you and there. So the design was intended to make you proud of it and not want to hide it and leave it in your kitchen or somewhere easy for you to remember to take every day. And then the sustainability part, we have beautiful glass jars. And so every month you're just getting a recycled pouch um, to refill it every month and less waste in our world for the new little humans we're bringing into the world. And that was very important for us. Do they all come with the travel container? Yes. Yes. And that so was that's metal. Is that metal? Also glass. It's actually all glass. Also okay. glass. Remember. Okay. 
Um, and our community loves these travel containers. Mm -hmm. At some point I said to Vida, do you think people are using the travel containers? Do you think we still need them? Maybe we stop. And literally it was like, I, I put that out into the universe and we started to get flooded with messages on how people love our travel containers. It makes it, it's so easy for them to take a week's worth of supplements to work on vacation, uh, just keep it in their purse so that they can, we can always stay top of mind. And tell me about how the journal came to be. I'm putting it on the camera, but nobody's going to even see this except for you guys. And you already know what it looks like, <laughs> but I will post it when this, when this airs so that people can see what it is. Cause it's such a beautiful touch. So we know through the amazing medical advisory board and everyone we've worked with that mind body connection is very real. There's more and more research coming out about how important it is. And, and your body, if you're constant in stress or fight or flight mode, isn't it's not going to be easy to conceive and it's definitely not going to prioritize it. Right. And so I know through my own postpartum depression and all the times, like when I was having those negative thoughts of like, will I ever have kids and all these unfortunate things that happen if you experience loss or if you're given terms of infertility or unexplained infertility, which a lot of our friends had, these things really are, are pretty toxic to our, our mind. And so what we knew that we can arm people with the best nutrients, the best research, the best support for their mind, for their body, but it doesn't end there. If we didn't support the mental aspect, you're not thinking of the person holistically. And so we partnered with a great friend and we call her our manifestation queen, Lillian Coenzad, because we knew there was an opportunity to arm couples with a lot of the tools we wish we had. Again, it goes all back to what we wish we had when we were trying. And so if you, um, there's a lot of research that shows just a few minutes of gratitude a day can completely shift, right? Your, your mental aspect. And so what it mostly comprises of is helping you manifest what you want, the family of your dreams, putting out loving thoughts for your partner or yourself or your future child, and really, some days it's, that's the hardest one for me. We're all hard on ourselves, but giving that loving thought back to myself of even on the hardest days, what I did right and what, you know, I want to reinforce. So we also have 50 questions for our not yet pregnant couples to discuss before having kids and just a lot of great tools. And so it was important really to make we natal a holistic tool in addition to things like our social media, which is pumped full of resources and education and lifestyle tips, tips to clean up your home, tips for nutrition. And we wanted to be the community that we wish we had and someone arming us with these tips. And let me also be super clear, Abby, like our stories came from unfortunately a place of loss. And, but the reality is our world is more toxic than it's ever been. And so we wanted to arm people with optimism, with tools, with, you know, I was just told just you know, just take anything. There's nothing that can help you not having another miscarriage. I was just dismissed time and time after I was asked. And really there's a lot you can do. And like I mentioned, we want to arm you guys all with tools, with resources. You could literally email us any question. We have an amazing medical team. We have a nutritionist team. They're here to like help arm us. We have a private Facebook community to ask any vulnerable questions or get support from our subscribers. And so we're trying to think of all the tools that can help anyone. We have friends that are freezing their eggs and we're giving them all the research and all the data of how to improve egg quality. When I was told, you know, as a kid growing up, you have the eggs you have and you're kind of stuck with them and you're kind of have these myths that we want to break, the societal myths. And so that's how the We, the we Nail Journal came about, but really we're here to service everyone holistically. 
And I just want to throw in that every single one of our subscribers gets a free nutrition consult because it is so important to us to share information that's based on data because there's so much misinformation out there. Mm -hmm. And so it's such an amazing perk for our community and our nutritionists are all trained in functional nutrition. So they can answer any like diet lifestyle related question. Exactly. I love it. Are you, hmm, as a business owner, I feel like the answer to this question is always no, but are you content with what you have now as a business or do you want more products? Like, or do you feel like this is your, this is it, this is your love, this is the thing that you want to put out into the world? Or do you feel like maybe down the road there's more? I'll say yes well, and no. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes or no, exactly. <laughs> so we actually recently launched a fish oil. Yes, um, I saw that. And it is amazing. We'll have to send it to you because again, coming from a pain point, we were taking omega-3 capsules that were about like this size and smelled really fishy. And you, you know, burp up you like have... you burp that up all day long. Yes, the all day long. Yes, <laughs> horrible. Which, by the way, when that happens, it means that it's not fresh and it's like oxidizing. Okay. So we decided. Okay, the number one thing people were asking us when they started on Weenatal was recommendation for a DHA. And we know that DHA is crucial for baby brain development. It's crucial for mom's health dad's health, uh, reduces inflammation, supports immunity, all of the good things. Um, but we really had a hard time recommending which one out there because all of those capsules were really big. They weren't perfect. And so that was kind of our next launch after the, the men's and women's prenatal. Um, and people are very, very happy with it. And we're so excited. There's no burp. There's no aftertaste. It's so easy to take. The packaging is incredible. I will say like even better than our we natal for him and her um, packaging, wow. in my opinion. <laughs> and so where we're at with additional products is we really just want to support the couple in this phase of life. And so we are thinking like, how else can we support them? Whether it's additional products or programs. And so definitely I think there's more room for additional ways that we can support um, men and women. And um, yeah, we do have one product that's kind of already in the works for the preconception time frame, which we're excited about, but it's probably six months to a year out. Okay. But I said, okay. yes, we're super content because I don't think we'll like knowing this is stemmed from our personal stories, the his and her prenatal, I think will always be our true babies. And like in a less than a year, we reformulated. So if that doesn't show our commitment to always make sure this prenatal is at the top of its game with the latest research that we're committed to fully delivering a product out of integrity and morals, regardless of anything else, just know that like, we're never going to take our eye off these products. Even if we move on to some new ones, like our mission is very much supporting all anyone trying to start a family, any part of their life they're in, any family form that they're in. So we want to be this inclusive brand and always give you the best product on the market. And speaking of inclusion, we do offer We Natal for her and her. We I was just going to ask. Yeah. yeah, we offer We Natal for him and him. Um, and we are so, and we actually are able to support the, every type of family and um, our community really appreciates it. 
I was going to say at the beginning when you were talking about the we natal, um, today's episode that came out is actually with my sibling who's non-binary and we talk a lot about the label of he and her and she, of course, because mm-hmm. that's what this the gender conversation is about. But I just love that we natal can be for anybody because there are people who identify as male and have babies and vice versa. And so I just think it is a wonderfully inclusive name. Yeah. Okay. So just as we sort of wrap up, I love to ask, is there any saying or cliche or piece of advice you ever got that sort of sticks with you throughout your journeys that you want to share? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I like to just think, is there something that that you maybe say to yourselves over and over that sort of guides you? I will say like for me, the one that pops into my head is when I had my miscarriage, I had this incredible functional medicine doctor who became a good friend. Her name is Dr. Afruz Demiri, and she specializes in women's health and um, fertility. And when I had my miscarriage, she said something to me that was so powerful. And um, it was, this isn't the end of your story. And the reason why it was so powerful for me is because I had my miscarriage at the age of 41. Actually, when I found out I was pregnant, it was right when I turned 41. So when I went to the doctor, I was like, this is my birthday gift. And 10 to 12 weeks later, I lost that baby and I was 41. I didn't know if I was going to be able to have another baby again. I didn't know, like, was this just like, was I just like super lucky and I was able to get pregnant naturally. And so I really took her words and I chose to believe them. And I kept saying to myself, this isn't the end of your story. And I say to everyone listening who is struggling, who's going through um, infertility or unexplained infertility or miscarriages, recurrent miscarriages, this isn't the end of your story. I love that one. Thank you. She kind of stole mine, but that's what best friends do. We complete each other's thoughts. Um, Mm -hmm. But mine is something I struggle with. And I think, you know, so many therapists, so many of my friends have told me to do this, but just be kind to yourself. I I have to remind myself daily. I, I told you sometimes the hardest prompt for me is a loving thought for myself. I'm always kind of, and also why I went through months of self blame and self guilt. I'm always trying to nurture others and take care of people and live a life of like service. And a lot of days that empties my cup and I forget to fill it. And so like, I think Ronit and I are both on these wellness journeys ourselves and practicing what we preach and just remembering to be kind to yourself because you can't take care of anyone else if your cup is not full. As cliche as that is, it's very true. And a a true life vulnerability, I, I almost hit rock bottom like about six months ago where I just depleted myself and I hit burnout and all the things that I don't want for your listeners. And so listen to your body, always trust your gut and really be kind to yourself. Those are things I wish I had done more and earlier. So good. Thank you so much for being here. We'll link everything out for our listeners. And I'm just so excited for you and and this brand. Thank you. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. I love them. I love best friends who find a way to work together. I want to give a special shout out today to the women in Texas who absolutely kicked tush getting abortion rights 
stayed basically in Texas. Two big things happened this week. The Zaraski versus Texas case has ruled in favor of Zaraski. So these are the women who stepped up and either almost lost their lives or were told they would need to lose their lives in order to protect the abortion ban that was being upheld in Texas. And Texas case law basically said, sorry, that's not going to fly, that the life of the mother is as important, if not more so, than an unborn fetus, baby, any of the above. This was a huge deal. This was a big win for reproductive rights, and I'm really excited about it. And even bigger, the judge also ruled that Texas's SB8 law, which was an absolutely disgusting vigilante law that allowed citizens to basically report others' abortions unconstitutional, kind of like a citizen's arrest if you find out somebody had an abortion and then that person gets persecuted. That was also ruled unconstitutional. So big week for reproductive law this week. I want to thank you so much all for listening, per always. Please, please share, follow, tag, like, all the things. I know it might seem insignificant, but it makes such a huge difference for us and our business so that we can keep telling these stories. We have another incredible episode next week. Follow me at The Fertility Chick on Instagram, at Abby Feeder, at InCircle Fertility. Please remember that you don't have to go through this alone. If you know somebody struggling through infertility, please send them my way. I'd love to be able to hold their heart and hold their hand and navigate this path together. See you next week.